welcome to the SUS News Podcast Series where we talk to uh, experts in the unmanned field man. And uh, today we only have one expert we're going to talk to, and that is our co-host, Mr. Gene Robinson. <laughs> hey, Patrick. Uh, yeah, you know you're you're at the bottom of the barrel when you just have me, huh? So uh, yeah, let's let's go on this one. bottom of the barrel. It's like cash <laughs> on the barrel head, buddy. No. Um, yeah, I was going to. I got a, you know so much stuff going on, but you did. Uh, we we did talk to some of the guests about um, the upcoming Texas Drone Summit, and you're going to give us the after action on that one. And I'm actually looking forward to that because it it sounded uh, like a worth worthwhile event. Yes, no, yep. maybe so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's it's okay. good. Uh, it's good. I'll tell you all about it. Looking forward to it. We also want to talk about, you know, uh, the newest star of the Internet, Gunny. It seems to be getting uh, – he's known from Maine to Spain and everywhere wow. in between. And he's you know, and, and popular. I, I, I'm just known as the dumb end of the leash, you know? <laughs> you know, it has, it has a way of happening, you know. It's like the uh, – you know, he's probably going to become the official spokesperson for the uh, – your YouTube channel. You know, you can have them at the end with the uh, smoking jacket and the pipe next to the fire. I don't know how trainable he is, but that'd be great. Rough. Rough, rough, rough. The crux is the biscuit, you see. For the uh, Indeed. Out there. That's always a good one. I like to drop that one. People are like, oh, I give you that, that, that glitch. Yeah, you can tell by the uh, twinkle in their eye that they've uh, indulged in the Zappa. But yes, anyway, indeed. I digress from the current events. So, um, you know, I don't know what's on uh, what, what's on your current event uh, radar. Well, you know, I'm trying to get caught up with the new FAA regulations uh, and uh, what I got to do. And do I need a waiver? Do I not need a waiver? I'm thinking that I don't need a waiver for the most part until somebody tells me different. I'm going to fly at night. Well, you know, actually I flew at night, night before last. So, uh, you know, somebody either had a waiver or we didn't need it. So I'm pretty good with that. But, man, I, you know, it's just it's kind of hard to read, isn't it? Oh, God. Um, you know. And and I, my current event is just beating up on the FAA. So you know you can beat me to the punch. Or uh, well, I'm sorry. I thought it was a segue. I was going to segue into it. So what 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 news do you have of our favorite three letter agency? I, I I just it hurts my head, man. I'm, I'm you know I have this thing that's the twilight of the idols, you know, or I, like I'm laying in bed and before I drift off, and I start thinking about this, and it's like God. Are they, are these people just dense, or are they actually that inept, making you know two hundred thousand a year? And I think it's probably um, more just you know nobody cares. There's there's no accountability. And and what I wanted to talk about uh, really is the the advocates and this RID uh, deal. I know ASTM is going to have a big uh, you know. We're going to have a meeting, and we're going to talk about RID and what it means and the new FAA thinking and all the rest of that. And, you know, we have this standard and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, you remember you were at the kickoff for F-38, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Reno, you know. And uh, there's, there's no 
know is for for any of the F-38 stuff that I know of, I can't find any. Nobody's, you know, I haven't seen anything come across the wire. But, yeah, I'm looking at this LSA stuff. And you remember we got the rah-rah. Was it F-35 or F-37 was the uh, LSA? I, I can't even remember what they were calling it. I think it was 35. That's what I thought, too. But, you know, I remember we got the rah-rah deal. Oh, this is the only way it's going to happen, and we're going to get standards quick, and yada, yada, yada. And, you know, you remember the other thing that we heard, that we couldn't, you know, the whole uh, drone thing or RPA, RPV, UAV, UAS, you know, uh, deal wasn't going to go because it was commercial, remember? And then, like, in-kind services, $1. Oh, you know, you get your buddy bought you a beer. That's like getting paid, you know, with retirement yep. and the whole nine yards. And, you know, light sport aircraft, people charge to, you know, how to fly around. I guess people are doing, they do tours. I, I, I don't I don't know. I haven't delved that far into it. But, you know, what it sounds like to me is like the more, more malarkey tour. Not less malarkey, but more, you know. You have all these, these standards are, uh, consensus standards are accepted by the FAA for light sport aircraft. And I don't know if you read my article in the uh, 2021 Business Journal, but the LSA accident rate, man, is 29.80 in 100,000 hours and a fatality rate of five in 100,000 hours. I mean, that, that that's, you know, our horror show as far as I'm concerned. And we go, oh, God, safety if there's one accident, oh, my God, you know. We've heard all of these, uh, this bull crap about, you know, how all this, to, oh, God, it's been going on for a long time. Uh, it's, uh, you know, sorry, it's safe. Uh, even with, you know, if you, you, you fair-minded, perfunctory glance at the, at the numbers, um, it, which leads me to RID and, and advocacy and all that. I, I, you know, it frustrates me, and I know it probably frustrates you, but... I mean, we, we have we have all of these advocates and experts, and I see them on LinkedIn. There's there's there are gurus, experts, super experts, mentors. Uh, I I don't even I don't even know anymore. These people come up with these titles, and they and they all think they know everything about drones. Yet they go to these shows, they go to the FAA symposium, and pay money to support Brian Wynn's five hundred thousand dollar a year salary, and nobody asks any questions that are relevant. You know, it's like, oh, okay, well, okay, well, well, yeah, that sounds good. Well, we're ready to wait for another 10 years. Drone deliveries here, which even the drone delivery thing, I mean, I, you know, I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, you got to have two guys to deliver the potato chips when you can just cut out the middleman and walk them right over there, you know? I mean, it's a visual line of sight. The other deal is, too, with the regulation. How are you going to put a drone down in someone's backyard? They, I know they have the string, but the string's not... You know how the line of sight thing works. I know you do because you're out in the field, you know. Trees can be, you know, 50 feet, 100 feet, 200 feet, I don't know, whatever, tall, you know, and you're supposed to keep your eye on the drone and the string and then behind the house and two stories. And you know, I mean, I, I mean, is anyone really buying this shit? That, oops, sorry. Uh, anybody really buying this stuff that... Uh, you know, people are actually seeing this thing landing and, you know, dropping off the potato chips in the backyard? Or, or do you think I'm just being naive? Well, no. I think the reality is is nobody is going to be able to see it. Never, everybody knows that. There, there's going to have to be a sufficiently advanced technology developed, in, in my mind. 
I mean, you know, everybody laughed at Wilbur and Orville, you know, and, and when I was there with them, I encouraged them to go ahead and do it anyway. But Well, that's uh, the you kind know, of they, your devil may care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Orville was ready to give it up, and I was saying, no, man, don't. Don't. you got to keep going. But anyway, um, you know, they uh, that, that that sort of situation is, is you know, they, they had to wait for the right motors. They People knew how to fly a long time ago, I mean, even before Orville Wilbur, but, you know, they still had to have the right motor. So I'm thinking that, you know, that that's there's, that's I know that's kind of an apples and oranges kind of a, a deal. It's aviation related. That's all I can say. And um, I think the technology will come where there will be more situational awareness from the drone or contained in the drone, and it's it's not there yet. There's there's no question that it's not there yet. RID doesn't do anything to make the drone any safer when it's doing the backyard delivery at all. No. Uh, and, go ahead. You know, I, I, you know, and it goes back to. And I'll be, oh, why are you, uh, why are you beat up on DJI, or why are you so negative, or what's your problem? Okay, let me, I'm going to nutshell it for you. <clears throat> there is not enough money in the visual line of sight envelope to do everything everybody wants to do, including type certification and all the rest of that. I, I, there's just no money there. You, you know, in the visual line of sight envelope, uh, I mean, it'd be just equated to, to man aviation, you know. I mean, if you could only fly in a – here's a little box you could fly in. That's it. You know, you, you can't make any money. And we're in the same boat here. So people talk about type certification. Oh, you know, we got the Part 135, and these guys are – oh, holy mackerel. You know, there was 45 uh, companies that started out. They're down to 10, and I'm, I have a feeling, you know, with, with – uh, um, guys told us, and I have a feeling more people are going to drop out. Very expensive, and you're going to have some old technology, and nobody's really got something that I would say is ready to de- deliver. So you want to do a type certification, you want to develop the software, you want to develop the sensors, you want to develop a UTM, and you're doing it, you know, like you're selling Girl Scout cookies or something, you know? I mean, that that's where we're at. There's just not enough money to do all of that. So, and in that visual line of sight, it, it's just, I was thinking, you know, they're talking, oh, the average order at Starbucks is nine bucks. And in most places besides California, where the uh, the minimum wage is a little higher, you could just walk the drinks over, man, and, you know, make more money and less hassle and no regulation. And you don't have to, you know, uh, we, we don't, that's another thing. Yeah, we're going to do drone delivery. You don't even have any type certified aircraft. And RID doesn't uh-huh. guarantee, you know, uh, that these aircraft, these toy grade aircraft aren't going to fall out of the sky, do they? Yeah, well, see, you know, you're, you're looking at it through a very myopic lens, my friend, because you're right. You are very right in that, you know, the visual line of sight box from a commercial standpoint is not even a good business plan. I mean, nobody would support that. No. But in the box, in the box, you develop as much as you can the whole situational awareness, the uh, sense of the void, uh, the, the string drop method or whatever else you're coming up with in preparation for the ability to service significantly more people with your goods and do it very quickly and that's the problem. How long is it going to take? It's not that it isn't going to happen. It's going to happen. 
Sure. But can you survive long enough? I mean, that's why we, you know, we're, we're down to 10 from 45, and I, I agree with you there's going to be more. And you see upstarts coming, and they, they have the business plan. Okay, we're going to prep this. We're going to use those. We're going to do the last mile delivery, you know, UPS, FedEx, the whole nine yards. And they're preparing for the day when they can roll a truck up, pop a drone out of the top of it, make the last mile delivery, and do it a thousand times a day instead of having a truck do a hundred deliveries a day. I heard, and I'm all for that, but you know, you type certify the string thing, and then you're going to spend, you know, another I don't know, hundred million type certifying something that's actually viable. You know, I, and, I just, and again though. It's again. It's the the technology has outstripped the mentality and the philosophy of the governing agent, just like the drones did in the beginning. Yeah, and they seem to stay way out there uh, ahead. But but you know, I think that is that's another one of the uh, things. And you know, I wanted to talk about the RID thing. Is you know, as PMO, guys, we're going to have this meeting. Okay, so. Uh, from what I'm hearing on the inside circles, you know, FAA and FCC are not on the same page. So I, it, I don't see how this is going to work. The other thing is, is you know, what they're talking about with the RID, and you know, it goes back. I was looking for uh, Dan Elwell statements on RID, and you know, if we didn't get that right, this is never going to go. And you know, and then so I'm looking around at the statements, and then I ran into the F-37 stuff and how great that was. I, it just, I, I, did anybody, and then this guy, he's working for D-Drone. He gets, he gets the, he's out of the FAA, he's working for D-Drone, and he gets too hot on the F-37. He's over here, Pat Neural Lawrence on the back, which we're going to go back to the F-37 thing at uh, Reno and the rah-rah speech and how great the standards were, and this is going to, you know, revolutionize uh, aviation. It's like the rogues gallery of, you know, clowns. I mean, I, I, I hate to sound, uh, I'm sorry, you know, their, their track record speaks Critical? for itself. I mean, yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, you know. And you got him in here right here. Oh, it's going to be 82 billion, 100,000 jobs. Oh, it's going to be great. You know where he got that crap from the AUVSI, which that's another poop show. Um, you got your waivers in here. But anyway, the, the you know, the... the bottom line is, is this RID was going to do everything. And, and now we have a situation where FCC is not on board. The, the cell phone carriers are not on board. You know, so what are you going to, you know, they, nobody wants to talk about, uh, you know, really locking positions down to what is going to be required by the FAA for this RID to, to work, which the registration task force was supposed to do with their 250 grams. I mean, hey, people, oh, talk about past problems because you know all of this um not all of them but the majority of what these people come up with are born from you know bad policy bad rulemaking ex parte crap where people are trying to make money off the deal you had those people out there just shafted uh, the rc hobbyist section 336 has got to be appealed Meanwhile, the FAA is not even over there interfacing with the FCC. So, you know, the hobbyists got totally shafted uh, for something that I do not believe is going to stand in its current form. And, you know, the, the last deal, and I know I'm on the soapbox here, but the last deal is, my, my deal is, is when you, when you get these, like, you know, they hatch these, you know, uh, they're not even half-baked, man. Quarter-baked plans, it adds three, five, ten years 
to the process. And then it'll never, it won't even get resolved and they'll, you know, shelve it. And then when there's some progress, they'll trot it back out. Oh, golly, here's what we got to do, man. You know, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Well, no, 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 I, I, I would, you know, and I'll, I'll counter you when I think you are. But, yeah, I mean, when you combine the, the two three-letter agencies mentioned, you do have the proverbial fecal footlong, you know, that we're going to end up having to all take a bite of. And, I, you know, the, the, the FCC is, when you look at it, they're a for-profit sort of regulation. They put those, uh, those frequencies up for auction, and the, the major carriers and everybody bid for them, and they buy them. And some people get, you know, the frequencies they want, and some people have their frequencies yanked away from them. And that's been the way they've operated from the beginning. So when you combine that with RAD and the the, the other three-lettered agency that begins with an F, it is just, oh, my God, yeah, it, it's going to be a rough one. It will be very rough. You know, but well, there's again, an old thing I, you know, about that sandwich, yeah. right? You know, so the more bread you got, the less, you know, <laughs> the filling you got to eat. So, And that's what I see here. I mean, it's all arbitrary. But, yeah, no, I, you know, I, I'm not – you know, I'm not a constitutional attorney man, but you know, like privacy, which the, remember that was a big showstopper. Oh God, privacy man! You know, and the Fourth Amendment and all the rest of it. I, I it just, I mean, what what are we paying these people for? And then you know, people are like, well, they're talking to Mayor Pete, and Mayor Pete's pissed off. You know, oh, you know, and I'm waiting for Mayor Pete to drop the hammer. Never. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a cause celeb. You know, it, it's the way the social media wind blows that they respond to, and that that has become probably more disconcerting than anything. Is you know, if uh, if somebody squawks, they're they're going to listen and and throw up the barriers. Happens quick. Well, yeah, and you know, you, especially if you see like the DAC. The DAC as far, I mean, I know qualified people. They 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 had Congress people and whatnot. You know, advocating for them to be on, and the FAA stymied them. You know, qualified. They don't want qualified. What you want is a schmuck, a schlemecky on there who's going to, you know, go with the ex parte, the ex parte thing, and think that you're going to, uh, you know, actually affect some change because, you know, I run a photography business, and you know, I know everything about aviation, electronics, and software, and certification, and safety of the NASA, and what's been tried, and what hasn't been tried, and, you know, what's going to fly, and what's not going to fly, literally. Um, and, and you go along with this program, and then what you do is you pull a day in hell well, and you get out and you hang out your shingle, or uh, a horta, or, you know, uh, uh, you know, Sturgill, or a uh, Labiando, or, uh, you know, that's what you do. And then you go out and you make a bunch of money off of other people's suffering. And I don't even, under the point, you know, I'm, I'm tired of mincing words. People are like, oh, well, you know, you gotta... hey, man, all I know is people have been making money off of other people's suffering in government for a long time. So I would say you go to the symposium, you sit there like a good little sheep, uh, you pay your money so Brian Wynn can get his $500,000 a year salary and listen to the, uh, you know, let's say weapons-grade bullshit that the FAA is going to throw out there for this year. And, uh, you know, go with the program and then see if you can get some VC money and fleece those clowns out of their money. And, uh, you know, you can become a celebrity CEO. 
Aaron, oh, you know, so-and-so's got a, but, you know, they're, they're, they got a waiver. I mean, I just did a story on all of these aerial application waivers that these experts all, you know, help people get. They all did copy and pasted. And they copy and pasted the wrong stuff, you know, and the FAA signed off on it, which is beautiful, too. I mean, your job, um, you know, you make a mistake, and it's still on the customer, you know. It's, I, I, sign me up, man. You know, where do I get one of these, one of these uh, fail-upward Peter Principle jobs? That's what I want to know. Do you, you have a line on any of those, Gene? I, I do not have a line on one of those. I've been on the other end of that job line so uh yeah i i don't don't got it man can't see it wouldn't work it anyway because it's just not my uh mo <laughs> well you're a big gun in business too right you've been fired multiple times <laughs> that's right i have job experience is what i have exactly. oh yeah yeah. Well, I, you know, so I, I just uh, it is it is what it is, and um, you know that's how I, I see it. It's funny, you know, nobody wants to. I, I even think these these the shows should offer people their money back. They've been purveying um, basically not even mistruths, just you know, um, unmitigated bullcrap, you know, and. Uh, you know the the how the whole industry kind of focuses on hey we're going to do this and then uh, you know we'll spend two years wasting all of our money over here this guy I got the inside track Johnny over at the FAA hooked me up I got his 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 uh, Aaron girl over there she's going to line me up if I pay her fifty grand and 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 they're all tripping all over each other to screw up and oh I'm the world's foremost expert on drone policy globally. You know, and I'm I'm calling BS on that. None of the, I don't know anybody. I'm sorry. There's a very few people that I would say are um, actually in the know and, um, you know, let's say integrous and whatnot. And those people uh, don't get a lot of airtime. It's amazing. Yeah, you probably, yeah, that's true. Unless you're, uh, well, even yourself, you've been doing this. I, I just, it kills me. It's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I've been doing the search and rescue with drones here for six months, and I'm an expert. I know, I know you probably get tired of banging your head on the wall on that one, but uh, I, when I see the wall coming, I just uh, make a ninety degree right turn. That's that's all. Just keep from hitting it, you know, full full force anyway. Kind of hope maybe it's a glancing blow. All right. Well, you know, enough of the uh, sunshine. Report because yeah. uh, I mean I don't know you know do whatever I, I just tell people do whatever you want to do you're holding out hope for RID uh, I hope you got really deep pockets and um, you know or your VC folks are ready to go for the next whatever Google Amazon I mean Amazon hasn't learned their lesson okay, he, he, I'm starting to think that uh, you know Bezos might be German and he likes to suffer. Or, uh, you know, maybe maybe that's just his bag. I don't know. Uh, but I, I just, that the Google, the Amazon, even the UAM thing, even the FAA people are, are deluded on that one. Oh, you know, is it gonna, how, how's all that traffic going to happen under 400 feet AGL, Gene? All your drone delivery, your, you know, $82 billion worth of drone work happened in under 400 feet AGL, and the uh, UAM Uber under 400 feet, I, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I Skynet. You might want to start wearing a helmet. No, it's Skynet. Um, it's got to be Skynet. 
Well, even in uh, Blade Runner, you know, there are only few people had the flying cars. I, and it, come on, man. I, I uh, you know, it's a delusion. And then some, well, you know, maybe we might have to go to a thousand feet AGL with the flying cars, you know, because might be too much of a conflict, you know. I don't know, maybe. You know. Oh, okay, well, great. You know, now you just compounded the problem by, you know, factory 10. Have a nice day, you know. Oh, that Egan guy is so negative. You know, all right. U space, they're ready to roll U space out. That's that's coming next week. Gonna have that. We figured it all out. There's like these technological donut holes. But again, I digress. It's all happening. It's great. I'm gonna have a cell phone app. Uh, it'll take my selfie and and 3D. It'll be great. So anyway. Yep. Um, you know, let's talk about the uh, Texas Drone Summit. Well, I got to tell you, after the the long dry spell of COVID, um, it was refreshing. Uh, I got to tell you, I've, I've, for everybody that uh, we're about to talk about, the Texas Public Safety Response Robot Summit that was held by Granite Defense Technologies at Reveille Peak Ranch in Burnett, Texas. Now, this one was closed to the public. It was just nothing but public safety. Uh, fire, first responders, law enforcement, uh, emergency management, and quite frankly, it was a really good idea because we got hurricane season coming up, and from a statewide perspective, we needed to have an emergency plan and how we were going to utilize drones or robotics at this point. So we sat at a roundtable on Monday early and talked about uh, standard operating procedures and how we are trying to implement things on a statewide basis. And I've worked on, you know, some of the training protocols there in that particular document. And uh, everybody got to put in their two cents, and it was it was kind of nice. Um, n- nobody building their 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 uh, their towers, you know, and their their silos. It was it was pretty good. But uh, the 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 main thing was is that Reveille Peak Ranch is uh, 1,400 acres. Uh, the the state comes out there and they do their qualification training with the, their weapons and stuff like that, and they have a 14 acre lake or 15 acre lake. So we saw everything from submarines to uh, uh, to walking robots to crawling robots to, and then of course there was the flying and it. Granted, there was a lot more flying than there was uh, anything else. It's a, it's just a drone deal, uh, and you know you had your usual cast of characters. Mist was there. Uh, uh, it really was kind of like a, uh, a reunion of all the folks that have been out there that you know in the industry. Uh, Adam Jacob was there from uh, Mist, and uh, they had their Mist lane set up. And I'm very pleased to see that they're putting practical scenarios in there, and we're just not reading the letters in the bottom of a bucket. So that was pretty good. Um, absolutely. I like the uh, buckets. You like the buckets. Well, they actually put colors in there as well now, too. So you have to do both letters and colors and numbers. Well, that's good because I will say, I mean, you know, I did a little training to fire departments with the buckets, and it's good. And it's good to have, um, you know, people line up and do that stuff. But I will say I don't, I don't know that you can uh, squeak a week out of that. And I don't know. No, it, it's no. it's a good. Uh, I'd say it's good, but after running somebody through it for about fifteen or twenty minutes, you know, uh, you're done. Unless 
somebody yeah. is totally unskilled and they're starting from scratch maybe, but it, it, it's good. It's better. It's definitely better than nothing, and it's better than a lot of the other stuff I've seen. A lot of these schools started up, and we're like, ah, oh, we're doing uh, public safety. Does anybody there know anything about public safety? Well, no, but, you know, <laughs> you will have them look into a car, well, and, you know, Johnny's going to, you know, do like oh my god uh oh look at this we got a we have a caller shall we take a caller or you wanna sure ready sure okay let's roll the bones here let's see here okay caller you got a question for for our resident texas drone expert yes uh, my name is matthew e o'neill i'm the number one ranked editor for everpedia.org it's a site that rivals wikipedia but it has video capabilities and also mm-hmm. an enhanced reference section. I'm also an ex-athlete. I beat Preston Hartzog when he was in the U.S. Army World Class Athlete Program. And the right, well, let's chat us on that, the drone thing here, man. Yeah, the reason for the quick call is because as far as the drones are concerned, uh, the drone is used to provide intelligence and tactical support to observe traffic and public behavior and to provide air support. But as far as drones are concerned in the modern sense, what do you think the, the best practical purpose of drones is? Gene? Okay, I can, I can tell you that right now. In your statement about it, uh, providing uh, tactical and situational awareness information is spot on the money because right now that's what we have to work with. I am, and my philosophy has always been is that the drone is just a truck. The truck carries a sensor, and the sensor goes out there, and it collects data for us. Uh, It comes back, or it streams it back, and what we do with that data is where the gold is. So I'm kind of transitioning away from the actual physical flying part of it to what do we get out of it that we can make actionable intel out of. Some of it can be monetized. Some of it can't. Some of it is strictly situational, and it is for the moment. But it could save lives. That's the, the key right there. So when you, when you start talking about what you can do with drones, it's what kind of data you can collect, really, and what does that data impact? Uh, you know, from a standpoint of agribusiness, which we know has is, is really been underwhelming for drones, is that, you know, it could help the environment. It could increase Crop results, it's, you know, the jury's still kind of out on that one, but, you know, I haven't seen any hard data on it. But I can tell you from a public safety standpoint, it's a force multiplier. Mm-hmm. That force multiplier allows, and I don't want to get big brother on this. I'm just talking about the, the, the whole privacy and the uh, apple crate sort of, you know, you can't stand on the apple crate to look over the fence because that's an invasion of privacy and it's against your constitutional rights and so on and so forth. Totally agree with that. But in the situation of public safety and being able to collect that data to protect people, it's invaluable. Does that make sense? Yes, and also, drones are used to check for bombs and dangerous devices on roads and landing areas. And as oh, far as the drawdown, yeah, the drawdown in Afghanistan, it's on September 11, 2021, the United States will officially pull out of Afghanistan. And of course, drones have been used in Afghanistan in the war on terror. What do you think the future lies for as as far as drones being used in the war against terrorist organizations? 
Okay, we can go all Star Wars on coin and and everything else. And again, it's what sensors do you have? What sensors do you need aloft and what data do do they get? You know, by the same token, I can say, you know what? We turned on the the power for an entire city because we flew a drone down to a pump station that was guarded by alligators during a flood, and we could see that it could be turned on safely, right? So there you go. Uh, as far as coin counterinsurgency and, and that sort of thing, uh, the, the future is wide open. I think you're going to see it used more effectively as a force multiplier, and we're going to have a lot of our young men, a lot less of our young men, dying to go check and, and try to, 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 to stem that, that insurgency. Yeah, but I'm going to add, there's a regulatory caveat on that, because I, I'm going to say that, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I believe that, uh, you know, the, the arbitrary ban on drones put us, took us from a 20-year lead domestically, United States, to probably being, I don't know, 10 years behind. You look at uh, where, where we're at with domestic manufacturers um, and, let's say, manufacturers from overseas that were able to sell all over the world. Uh, everybody talks about how good their kit is. They're still laughing at their military drones. But <laughs> did you see the new uh, Iranian-supplied Gaza drone? Looks a lot like the Wing Loon, man, which looks a lot like uh, some of the domestic products. So, I, I, you know, I think that we need to get out of our own way so we can develop systems that uh, are going to be there for the future and will be used for the future. Uh, unlike um, the Blackjack, I mean, that thing is a piece of crap cronyism uh, built that. I, I guess the, you know, that old saying about uh, a horse designed by committee is a camel, and we got one big camel right there. So I, I, I have to add that uh, caveat on there. <laughs> Anything else, sir? Yeah, again, my name is Matthew O'Neill, and I, I work for everpedia.org. It rivals Wikipedia, except it has video capabilities. <laughs> I have I competed as an amateur boxer in the 1990s, and my boxing matches were facilitated by Lockheed Martin, which is a major, major defense contractor. I yeah, we that know. Over the next decade, the Pentagon plans to expend $40 billion on medium to large used drones. As well, far as the cost of the individual, individual drones, do you, you speculate that over the next five or ten years the, the drones will go down in price or it will be cheaper to man, manufacture them? They already are. Uh, you know, look at what the uh, Chinese are doing. I, I, you know, I got a, a, a big problem with that too. You look at some of these. You got your soft works, your app works, your regular works, your your ducks. Uh, all of it, as far as I'm concerned, is um, I, I wonder if it's just some sort of psyops thing, or if it's an intelligence gathering thing. But SBIR grants for $100,000 or $500,000 in today's economy is is a, just a joke. The Chinese government is, uh, they have, you know, a basket of technologies that they want to be number one in, AI, supercomputing, facial recognition, drones, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And what they do is they can, they have a construct of an ecosystem uh, that these people can use. They invest heavily in winners, like uh, DJI is a good example with the uh, new China life insurance company. I mean, th- you know, everybody, oh, it's just toy drone, $1.6 billion of investment. And you, you, you uh, put that up against a $100,000 SBIR grant, and you can see where this is going. So the FBO process needs to be changed. The cronyism needs to be taken out. The government's got to get serious. 
Or, you know, uh, you just you let your capabilities go. One other bone I have to pick with that is 10 years ago, I was talking to people. I know Gene's laughing now, but, you know, in the military and in, in intelligence and saying, hey, man, you know, the, the, the uh, Iranians have a homegrown drone program going on, and it is robust. Check it out. Oh, that's never going to happen. Crippling sanctions. We'll never see anything out of Iran. Those people are playing with rocks and sticks. Not the case. Chinese, uh, 2011, hey, man, you know, this. I called with the carrier configuration was going to be a ski jump before anybody else knew it. Like, How do you know that? I'm like, because they have this competition where uh, they're paying $500,000 roughly for uh, drones that can take off and land on a ski jump configuration carrier deck. Check it out. Uh, Chinese are never, ever going to field anything as sophisticated as a drone ever. Forget about it. They're over there. They don't even know what they're doing. And what we're seeing, I don't know if it's a lack of leadership, Peter Principle. I, I have no idea, but I'm like, well, here it is. Here are the pictures. Here's the, here's the criteria, man. So, uh, oh, right. Hey, what? And, and, and caller, I'm going to tell you, you managed to push every geopolitical button that Patrick has. Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm like the mistake. I'd like to thank you. With. Yeah, I'd like to thank you for for ha- having me on your show today. Hey, thank you for being on it. Thanks for the questions were actually uh, good for once. Yeah, they I were. Like that. They were. Thank you, sir. Sounds good. Okay, well, thank, thanks. <laughs> so anyway, well, you know, I mean, you ask the questions, you're gonna get you're gonna get the uh, the answers here, right? That's so, well. You know, there you go. There's so many black bands out there. That one, two, no. I don't care, man. Come roll me up. I don't care. You know, you know, it's one of those deals. Anyway, it's it's unfortunate, and really, my uh, you can probably tell my my clans are a little steamed on that deal. But it's just, I, it's just, it, it, you know, it's like here it is, man, black and white. Oh, I'm not looking at that. Yeah. So anyway, so we were talking about the buckets. The buckets are good. Yeah, we were talking the about the are... buckets, but you know that now, uh, okay, NIST does have a basic, intermediate, and an advanced course. So that's a good thing. So anyway, they were out there. They were doing their thing. And uh, we had our usual cast of characters out there. You had, uh, you know, Skydia was out there, Octel, Parrot. Uh, and one really kind of a surprise that uh, I saw was uh, Arrow Vireman. Oh. Uh, you know, they had their quantum out there. And uh, Brink Drones was out there, some newcomers. Uh, you know, people are, are kind of trying to get on the blue list. But uh, – you know, DJI was, of course, represented out there. Wayne Baker, he was he was out there. I got to press flesh with him and talk with him a little bit. Uh, the usual folks, Pix4D, uh, they were out there. I've had a nice long chat with them. And, of course, but with public safety, you got Axon. You know, Axon has the body cameras. And uh, they are now squarely in the drone business. So uh, it was, you know, and, and I was out there for Locate. I, I mean, out there pushing that one because I, I truly do believe in that software. And uh, I, I got to tell you, I'm just not in that mode because I had my head right square up my and uh, didn't bring my camera out there to record it to put on the, the YouTube channel. But I do have some stills, so I'll put that up there and, and – you know, as you alluded to, uh, Gunny was the star of the show, and by the second day, he came out there with me both days, and by the second day, everybody knew him by name, and they didn't know me. 
So that was kind of a failure on my part. But uh, you know, they they would come by and scratch his head, and and I'd get to get to talk to him about some locating some of the stuff we're doing. Uh, and it was, as you know, you know, Texas, we're we're now kind of unfettered from the mask thing, and and uh, uh, almost all the public safety people out there are two vaxxers. They you know they had to by their department, so there were no masks going on out there, and it was uh, God, it was. Everybody was positive. They were out there for a reason. I mean, it, it's such a focused group, and uh, got got to hand it to, to Tom Preston and uh, uh, Tom and Preston Culver. Tom uh, is uh, uh, one of the owners out there at uh, Granite Defense Technologies. Long Fall Ball owns the property, and they did a great job. Uh, and it was literally you, you got there at eight o'clock and you didn't get away until ten o'clock in the evening. Um, I was pressed, impressed as a in into service as a pilot for the night ops. Uh, so we did some night ops with the uh, Fox Fury lighting. That was really cool because they would set up these big lights, LED lights, and they would uh, show people how to uh, illuminate crash scenes. And I'd put a drone up, and uh, I, I had the ambulance out there with the big screen TV. We put it up on the big screen, and everybody got to watch. And you know, I had 182 people traipsing through the ambulance, and uh, they got to see it. That was pretty cool. But maybe you should set up a hot dog stand on the way out. You know, <laughs> well, make part yeah, of that H2 million. My wife is. My wife is a better business person than me. Said, uh, uh, you know, every time somebody comes up and asks to take a picture of Gunny, you should charge them five dollars. And I really should have done that because I, I can't tell you how many pictures of Gunny were taken. And and you know, if you take an extension of that, I could say ten dollars if you want to be in the picture with Gunny. But uh, it was pretty good. And and I think what really amused people the most, and I do have a video of this, is uh. Uh, Ghost Robotics had one of those yes. quadrupedal, you know, the the, the quadrupedal robots. That, the dog. That just, yeah, the dog, yeah, that's it. Yep. Well, American they, made. They got introduced. Oh, huh? really? They're, they're American made too, right? That Ghost Robotics. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Which is different they, than they the bu- Boston. <laughs> and how did Danny <laughs> go there? How did uh, Gunny take to the uh, artificial dog? Um, he was pretty unsure. I use it as a training opportunity. You know, Gunny's a service dog, and I want to expose him to a lot. And uh, uh, I took him up there, and immediately he looked at me like, which end do I sniff? Because, <laughs> and, you, know, you know, hey, buddy, get <laughs> some fur, okay? <laughs> yeah, really. But uh, the, the good thing is is that uh, – uh, he listened to me, he didn't bark, and he didn't bolt. So, you know, that was a good thing. Uh, I think people got more of a kick out of that. I, I, um, uh, Miss Cagini there with uh, Fox Fury Lighting put it up on LinkedIn. There's a little video up there. She put it in at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and by the next morning it had had 600 and something views. Well, yeah, so, you got to uh, send me a link to that because that, uh, that ought to be uh... – I think that'd be funny. Plus, I know some folks over there, they might get a kick out of that, too. Um, <laughs> you know, one other thing I wanted to talk about before we close, it's funny you know, talk about farm drones. And I, I, during the week, I talked to someone at, uh, at Bear, 
about drones and they're like, God, you have all this potential and, you know, it's really great and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. But, uh, you know, farms and visual line of sight, it's just, there's no business model. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, you know, have a nice day with that one. Good luck. But, uh, you know, so yeah. there's a funny little note on that one. But, uh, well, I appreciate the update on the, the, the Texas Drone Summit. It was funny. I was going to go 30 on this show. We went 45. We ran through it. We had some good yeah. questions. But, hey, yeah. you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to – we were going to have some other people back on after this Drone Summit talk about some of the products and how they worked. So we'll have to, we'll have yeah, to we work on to. that. All right. Well, we'll have to work on that. I appreciate it. And then until uh, next week, Gene, thanks again for your expertise. Uh, you really, as far as the question answering went, you, you knocked those right out of the park, as far as I'm concerned, without even whinging. Like me. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> nice job on that. Okay, one, bye. All right. Talk to you next week. Have a good one. See you. Bye.